Mainly for me. Or for me. Why am I in black and white? I don't know, but that looks... What's that looks happening? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, that's why. Wait, you've, you've got no Ghost of Tsushima on us. That's what it is. I... Samurai. <laughs> we oh. need you to have Japanese subtitles. Because that would just... That would work. <laughs> okay. It just works. All right, all right. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, I'm hanging on, and I'll say good morning to everybody. Hello, good morning. How are you? It is the Game World Play Itself podcast for your ears and your eyes if you're watching on the YouTubes or live on the Twitch with us right now. And yes, I was leaning over to get myself a nice, cool, refreshing can of the sponsored, not sponsored, Iron Brew. Oh, yes. So, yes, you're joining me because I am Lord Teamaker, a.k.a. Will McKellar, is in very sapia. Not even Sapia. In black and white, it is James Atkinson. Fixed it. <laughs> I mean, if, if there's cartoon, <laughs> there's sickness, <laughs> there's zombie, Ugh. and of course, when he's re- when he he's there ready, it is the outdoor type that is Chris Eggleman. I'll be getting that up in a sec. <laughs> and you'll be getting you on camera as well. Girls on film. Oh my god, that's the wrong one. Girls on film. <laughs> Copyright claiming coming. Girls it on is film. a remake. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, cool. It actually kept. Mm-hmm. Oh! Uh-huh. There he is. This is going to be there very central today. Hello, everybody. I think... Over I, here I... is junk, <laughs> but over here is a forge in the future. Uh, so we're going to do zero there. Nope. No, that I immediately regret that decision. Go there. Uh, I... So there. Don't worry, we're making it. it just works. It just works. Todd Howard sure. would be proud. <laughs> so, how is everybody today? How are you doing, Chris? Get ready to do manly stuff. That looks good. <laughs> I'm happy with that. I think that looks yeah. okay. Yeah, just put it right in the middle. Just in the middle with us. It's slightly off centered so people get who are perfectionists get triggered. Yeah, exactly. Because we like doing that. (laughs) (laughs) So, on today's show, as you can see, we've got Chris doing manly, manly stuff. Uh, We'll be talking about, you know, a little bit of a content dump today. You know, there there was stuff happened this week. And also what we've been playing, you know, and some pimp outs and shout outs. Because you know, we've got that stuff. I'm so let's get into D square. Oh, it's gonna be cutting stuff. Yeah, just don't do it at home, kids, and just don't run with Don't scissors. worry, Chris is not a professional, <laughs> so he is a complete amateur at this. And um, so really don't do what he's doing. Yeah, if, if 
any comedy accidents, right? Any any bits of limbs falling off? I will be calling nine one one. I'll be sitting here going, "Oh my good god!" Because <laughs> I know Chris's address, and I live close enough to him where calling nine one one is like, "Well, help will get to him." Yeah, which is good. So, right, first thing, good news for people who have PS Plus, and I've had it for a number of years. And I say some, not all at the moment, because I can't say all at the moment, because I've not been included. Because it has been 10 years since uh, PS Plus has happened and started, people have been getting some money from them to spend on games, like $10 for you guys in the States and 10 quid for us here in the UK. So you can buy games, you lucky bastards. <laughs> so thank you. Which is quite nice, really. It's quite a nice way to start, isn't it, really? A little now, bit of something. You've had to have t- P- PSN Plus for 10 years, right? I'm guessing that, considering I haven't got mine. So, I mean, you know, a pound for every year. That's what I'm guessing. If people have had it straight from the off. And that's what they've had it. Or, because there's so many people that do have PS Plus now, it's taken a while to actually filter through all the people, you know. I mean, it's nice. Don't yeah. get me wrong, it's a nice thing. But yeah. Hang on, I just have to do some quick maths here for a second. Because mm-hmm. every party needs a pooper. That's why you guys invited me. So, <laughs> so, so, essentially, what essentially Sony's saying to you guys is, you've been you've been a loyal member to uh, with us for ten years. You've given us six hundred of your dollars. Here's a ten. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, by the way, uh, I do want to do a um, disclaimer as well. If any builder's crack is shown <laughs> on the street today, that is not <laughs> it is not endorsed by any part. Of He's not doing it purposefully. Yes. <laughs> like it, there is like actual like it's not it's not a linity here, people. Yeah, no, it isn't. <laughs> So we're on to other good news, right? Uh, now, Yakuza Like a Dragon, because we know uh, we're fans of the Yakuza series, is going to be heading our way in November. And one of the voices that's going to be in there is the legendary George Takai. What, what character did you say he was playing, James? Uh, he's playing a Primark. Of a of one of the Yakuza families, I right? Okay. Um. So, yay, George Takai. If the, as much dick as we give George Takai, competent mm-hmm. actor. Yes, prolific even. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think given <clears throat> given the Yakuza series, kind of tongue in cheek. Yes. <laughs> there. It, well, in places, because other times you've got the um, you've got the really serious, deep stories on it, and yeah. then they come silly it. Well, I think I think I, I, well, we'll we'll diverge a little bit away from it. I think that's what Yakuza does very well, is it mm-hmm. balances like really in depth, intense story with just absolute insanity to kind of give you that balance. In a sense, it's it's very Japanese. Yeah. Where, like, you can have something so serious, so intense, but also just 
comedy. Fun. You know, he can go from Kiryu, like, figuring out something horrible about his family to racing uh, for doing claw machines to, you know, play playing Burnout Paradise in a Sega arcade. And a man in his pants dancing in front of you. Of course. And also, this is the same series that it treats Sai Najima as both a super serious and comedic relief character. And as Todd Howard says, it just works. It does. It just works. And they only have gotten better. Mm -hmm. The only problem I'm seeing with Yakuza Like a Dragon, the only problem, because it checks all the right boxes for me, right, is Yakuza game. Has great yeah. voice acting casts, both Japanese yep. and that. Has Kiryu and and, and uh, Najima in it. The only problem is it comes out in November. And fuck, there's a lot of games coming out in November. Yeah, good point. Uh, there, let's let's go over this. Uh, there's Cyberpunk. Yep. It's Football Manager. Yep. It's console releases. Probably Halo. Yep. I mean, and what you've else? Got, I, think, I think Valhalla comes out on the seventeenth of November. Valhalla. So, and then you've got Watch Dogs Legion. Yeah. Well. Jesus Christ! That's so, a, like, yeah. November is just like it's going to be nuts. Now, I can I you can pre-order Yakuza now. Mm-hmm. Yakuza has been has been pre-ordered. Yes, uh, it can be pre-ordered. I haven't yet because. Yeah, I am uh podcasting. I am uh, a little worried about it. Yeah. Well, I'm not worried about it. It's just I, I, it's just like, do do I buy it now? Do I wait? Because I've got. It's I mean, such... Cyberpunk is there. Cyberpunk mm-hmm. is my game of November. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Um. Our extra life is when. November seventh. November seventh. Which sucks because if it was like a week or two later, we could be have Tomani saying they're playing half these games. That also being said, um, it depends when Yakuza comes out. If Yakuza comes out for Extra Life, I'll freaking play Yakuza on it for Extra Life. I'm down. I'm I'm down to Flavor Town with Guy Fieri. But if it doesn't, then. Eh, I don't know what what I want to do then. It's just because like I I could see myself playing it in the new year, which is sad because under like our game reviewing standards that we have on this show, then I couldn't treat kit if it was a game of the year contender for me. I couldn't give it that because it came out the year prior, and it's not like yeah. you can do it that. I guess I could argue the fact about it that like it came out in November, and November was a clusterfuck, so I'm I'm giving it my pass. <laughs> Well, yeah, get that right. Like, I think we could, we could, we could make an honest case for that because it's also like we're saying like this is game of the year for twenty twenty, but we could also say it's game of the year for the podcasting season, which remember runs June. 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 <laughs> so, which title is this? Uh, Yakuza Seven. Ah, yeah, George Takai's in it. Well, it's not Yakuza Seven, is it? Because that's coming. It's a, it's a spin-off Yakuza. It, it, it is, but it isn't. Yeah. It's. I mean, 
it's great. It's Yakuza. What can I can't I can't speak highly enough about it because it's it's absolute scenes. It's, it's hilarious. It's Yakuza. It's it's Yakuza. If you don't know what Yakuza is, and you don't just watch a playthrough. There's Yakuza, plenty on us. Yakuza Zero <laughs> is great. Um, they only get better. And from what I hear, like like a dragon is absolutely like amazing. And it's like the best story. And the crazy thing is it builds. So like I mean, yeah, you could play it by yourself and like play a one off and be like, oh, and kinda get it. They reintroduce yeah. the characters to you. But there's so much more payoff. I mean, without giving it anything away, because Will, you know a little bit about Yakuza Six, right? Um very, very vaguely. I don't know the end of it. So but you, but you, okay. How about just Haruka from Haruka from yeah. one to yeah. six? Like, that is a character that you literally grow up with. Yeah. Like, you, she starts off as a kid, you watch her mature as into a young adult, and then into an adult, and all the time, you're basically her dad, her uncle dad. And it's just, like, the emotional connections and the trials and tribulations they go through. Like, there are some legitimate things where you're like, like, he he dads better than uh, than Kratos does in God of War. Most people do, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> Press X to dad. Not alt F four to dad. Don't no. do that. I mean, well, it, it it that is if you want to go and get milk and not come back. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's when you alt F four to dad. Yeah, yeah. You uh, you alt F four. So you go out and you go and get milk and. I'm gonna go to the grocery store. Does anybody need anything? <laughs> and before anybody says anything, come on. That is a joke that is always told on the internet. And I can't be held accountable for what I say. Because this is also the internet. Yes. But you know who can be held accountable for what he says? Jeff Keighley about video games. Yes. Yes, he can. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, you go from a bad dad joke to Jeff Keighley? You damn straight I did. This dad joke is on many platforms. <laughs> because all platforms think as well as the Xbox. Yeah, I my my favorite what well that, that, that's one of my favorite things about the Xbox conference is like world premiere, great world premiere, cool exclusive uh, console exclusive, and then all everything is also on PC. <laughs> <laughs> Halo exclusive to Xbox, also on PC. <laughs> and that's coming to Xbox One rather than just the Series X. Yep. Because apparently, what? what Dougie was saying, that, that wasn't the ray-traced version of, of Halo they were showing. Ooh, right? Because that, that's what I want in my Halo games. Version. I want it to be ray-traced. Mm. Right? I don't want my Halo to look like Crisis. Yes. Get me wrong. It looked like Halo. It looked like a little bit more of an open-worldy Halo. Mm. Could that be good? Sure. Am I going to be buying it and playing it day one? No, because it comes out in fucking November. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing November about Cyberpunk. That. We've been over this. I think I may take a vacation to just play Cyberpunk. 
we should do. We should do it, right? That that cyberpunk. <laughs> we'll we're, play it on the podcast while we're podcasting about cyberpunk. It just like comes back. It's like, oh my god, James, your character looks so awesome. It's not my character. It's me. I haven't slept in five days. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, <laughs> what have you done? Why are you glowing? Lots of Red Bull. So when we were talking about the presser, yeah, the event, you gave it a you gave it a grade. Yes, I did. I think that was a fair grade. Yeah, better than Ubisoft by yeah by a lot. I mean, Ubisoft has to be tarnished, frankly, for that because of their the culture that was behind their you know their company. You know, people can look at the games and go, oh, I read to look at the games and nothing else, blah, 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 blah. Don't tell me about the horrible stuff. I don't want to hear it. You need to hear it because it's part of their 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 culture. It's part of their company. And it, it tarnishes things. You know, you can't say, well, this game looks brilliant. Uh. Oh, but someone's hurt. You can't. It's got to be there. So that's what takes that off. Um, yeah, Microsoft, the one thing I want to say is, right, when we're watching trailers and we're watching gameplay footage, do you do you want to see set pieces, a set piece that wows you into buying it? I I mean, I I know, I know that's what we're gonna get. Mm. Let's be honest here. We've seen enough of these trailers that we're not gonna like. We're not gonna see the nitty gritty of the game. We're not gonna see like the random parts, mm. right? You're gonna see the big set pieces, like what this game can be. You know, we're going to see, you know, Master Chief making making the landing and like going out and be like, I'm going to stop the aliens now and just yeah. go and do it. We're not going to see like the random bits where like the guy's just finished a major battle and he's just like coming through the loot, seeing if he's upgrading his suit, you know, the mundane stuff, which you're going to be doing more than the set piece stuff. Yes. But, but so far that 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 set piece we saw just wasn't great. It looked like Halo. It looked like yeah. a turn. It looked like it, they were going back to original Halo, which will excite some fans. I am not a big Halo guy. I liked Halo One. I beat it. I beat. I played up to three. Right. And that's like it. I've 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 watched like I've done like the let's watch the cinematics of the other ones. <laughs> but you know. Now Cortana's evil and like the flood or what? And now there's another threat. It just it just to me it feels like we're going down a shonen action anime with Halo. Where like the next big bad is coming and we need to get more powerful for that. And like yeah. John like one 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 seven Spartan is like the champion of humanity is like, is he, it's been a while, man. Like, I know you've tried to do things with Reach, and you tried to do things with other stuff. Halo is good. It's 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 it, it's not going to make me go out and buy an Xbox. Because I can buy it on PC. I can pre-order it on Steam right now and get it the same release date. And I've already got a console that will play it. It's right there. I see it. 
they all play it. So, I mean, overall, I wasn't impressed with Microsoft's one. I mean, we, we, we saw the Fable teaser, which is nice. Yorkshire Trader might come back out for a bit, you know, playing that. We saw, again, the, the corkscrew at Laguna Seca for Forza. Okay. Looks I think, nice. I think the best person in the conference was Obsidian. I thought that, like, because they were like, this game comes out this date, this expansion comes out this one, and then here's the project we're doing in the future. Yeah. So Obsidian, like, went, uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids building game out next week. First, yeah. first of two... First of two DLC expansions for Outer Worlds. Yep. In September. In September 9th. Starting September 9th. And then here's our fantasy looking game, which is, it's, it's just a trailer. It's obviously not in-game footage. But here it is. And you want to know what's like, they were the only company, they were the only subsidiary. They were like, date, date, here's future project. But it's like, okay, I know that Obsidian is doing shit. And like, they're giving us dates. That's been my biggest problem with all of these pressers. Just give me a date. Yeah, give me a date or don't show. I mean, or like if it's so far out, like that Sony's was a little bit better than Microsoft's. And I'll tell you why. Is that it at least get told me what year to expect these titles. Right? Yeah. Like Microsoft didn't even give some of those. Like they said launch exclusive. Yeah. Cool. When is your launch? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was the one thing Jeff Keighley came out with almost straight away. Where it was like, we will not see a date and we will not see a price. At so, least he, at least they, he led with that. It's something. It's like so you weren't so like it. Managing expectations is a huge thing with these things, right? Yeah. I mean, if you want my real opinion on what I think of all of these, watch Devolver Digital's. That pretty much is the nail on the head of what I think of most of these. Right now. Yeah. You um, care more about the hype than the actual game. <laughs> except for Cyberpunk, because yeah. they they have been very firm, very calm, and I think Cyberpunk has been very good at managing their hype train. And the fact that like they have content creators who have loved their games and put them into their game as like side one off characters. Jesse Cox, Co Carnage, just and Jesse Cox's character is just—it's Jesse Cox without any pants on, coked up out of his mind, wanting to like get buy drugs from you. It's like, I'm okay. Yeah, Jesse Cox would absolutely do that in a video game. So like, they get it, and I think Microsoft and the big thing, and and I read this somewhere, and I I want to agree with it, is that Microsoft isn't showing a lot of first party titles. Because they're focusing on their main, they're focusing their, you can see, tell their, their, their main business is the Game Pass right now. They see, yeah. they see the console as a vehicle to get you into Game Pass. And I think, what is it they said in the future, like they have Game Pass now where you can do it on your PC. I'm very sure that at some point that they're going to work out some way because if EA can get the EA Origin Pass on Steam, something tells me that a Microsoft wants Game Pass on Steam. And if Microsoft gets Game Pass on Steam, I may get Game Pass because 
it's freaking steam and it, it's the it's the two things that would work the best it is the largest online distributor of pc games don't at me they are and the the company that and if they merge those two together they should probably are working out the thing the just it's it's gonna be a match made in heaven and then i was watching it me jp yesterday saying he was talking they they asked him about game pass and they said like why um you know why doesn't xbox want game pass on on playstation and nintendo switch and he said i think that's the reverse is that sony and nintendo don't want game pass on their consoles i think microsoft would love to have game pass on their consoles yeah they're 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 and he said that like sony is in a 10-year console war still that's their mindset where xbox is just like we're looking beyond that now and while xbox strategy may hurt them in the near term the right now i think long term they'll be better off for it look at the studios that they bought look at the content they can turn out i mean we've got obsidian who looks like i mean that looks like they've got three projects going they have a building yep. game which looks like a passion project. They've got outer world support, outer outer world support. I gotta remember outer worlds, not outer wilds. They've got a new game <laughs> coming out. You've got Psychonauts two, which yes. was a cult a, a a cult classic, a PlayStation exclusive cult classic, if I'm not mistaken, right? No, because I feel that was on PC as well. Because I'm sure. I, I think it was like originally on PlayStation, and then it kind of got released everywhere else. Yeah. But now you've got Psychonauts coming too coming out. Psychonauts was both PC and PlayStation, but not Xbox, right? <laughs> I don't think it was Xbox. It might have been Xbox. I don't know, but I know it was for uh, PC because I got the demo before the release because they actually had a demo. Yeah, because I do have the original Psychonauts on Steam. Hopefully, uh, it was initially. For Microsoft Windows, Xbox, and PlayStation Two, so it was it was all consoles. Yeah, as well as Xbox. As well as Xbox. <laughs> oh, Jeff, you ain't getting away with that one. <laughs> no, so, no, no. So when we look at Microsoft's con- like presser as a whole, um, there was the big set pieces, the big set piece games they wanted us to see. We saw gameplay footage for Halo. Yeah, we saw the- gameplay. The franchise, the franchise games that we know from that are a staple of Xbox, they showed, and they showed us Forza, like you said, mm-hmm. it's a driving game. It looks amazing. How does it drive? <laughs> that's that's yeah. my big problem. Like, as a guy who isn't into racing games, there is a big difference between Need for Speed and F one. <laughs> there is a huge difference, and I don't know where Forza hand falls in the middle of that. What's the other RPG that they had? Oh no, that's yeah, right. Fable. Do you know Fable is being done by the studio that does Forza Horizon? Yep. Playground games. Okay. Racing team. They've only made racing games. Are doing a fable. Well, yeah, because Lionhead's no more. They shut it. Yeah, and they sh- and they and they filtered those people in the play game. But no knock to the Forza Horizon guys. But 
story-driven open-world action RPG racing game. It is a bit of a leap, isn't it? It is. I I I wish them the best because I don't if, if because once again stealing from another group of people I watched they said it could be one of two ways they could go oh shit now we have to make an RPG or it could be finally we don't have to make another fucking racing game. <laughs> also, what does that, that do for Forza Horizon? They'll make it. They'll make it up for Forza Horizon. So there, you assume they have two teams now. Then here's the question. Why shutter the other studio then? Because Microsoft were doing EA, weren't they? They've been like EA, buy everyone up, waste the talent, close the, close the studio. Oh, keep the talent, weed the, out the chop, roll them into another studio. But at the same time, why, why do that? Just lay the people off, keep the studio name because people are going to like look and see, oh, Lionhead Studio, unless... Um, What's-his-face owned the copyright to it, and that's why they oh, did Peter it. Molyneux. Yeah, maybe. That that may be why. So, once again, it's just me spitballing. So, going back to the press conference, ultimately, it didn't raise my hype levels at all. It didn't lower my hype levels at all. I was kind of middling on Microsoft as it was anyways. Um, Game-wise, it looks interesting. Like, they have, like, the gunk. Yeah, that looked, that looked interesting. <laughs> and and, uh, and I, I thought... I want the I was watching dropped frames, so it's it me JP Zeke the third and Coke Carnage. Yeah. Give you an idea of to the people who I watch streaming on a regular basis. Those guys are pretty much it. Um, but Zeke did a great comedy bit where he's sitting there and like they do the gunk and he and he just turns to the back. He goes, "Is that what we're going with? That's the name? I thought that was the one pending. No, that's what we're going with." All right, all right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I mean, it's it, it catches your eyes because it's called the gunk. It reminds me of like an early PlayStation Two game, right? Yeah. It it to me the gunk is very much like the early console release platformer. The Mac. Yeah. The like the first iteration of the Ratchet and Clank, yeah. On a like it's good, but it's not polished. Which Crash this, Bandicoot? Was, Crash Bandicoot. Um, did they do the Square Enix game? Was that part of the Microsoft one too? No, that was um, Jeff Keighley's little bit, Balam Wonderworld. Yeah, which eh. oh, good. I actually eh. quite like the look of that. It gave me a, a puppeteer vibe. Which, if you never played Puppeteer, then you're doing yourself a great mission. Well, it's the guys who did Knights. Remember Knights from, like, like the Xbox, PlayStation 2 days? Look it up. It's like a weird console, like, platforming yeah. game. It's the same studio. They're basically making a right. sequel to Knights without calling it a sequel to Knights. Right. To me, it just looked under-optimized. It just looked a little off. And to no, me, you would have... When I saw it, I thought it was Hat in Time 2. Mm. And to be honest, I thought Hat in Time looked a little bit better than that game. I mean, one thing to bear in mind about that was that we did see early, very early footage. So I don't think that'll be out until 2022. But we didn't get a date. 
Because yep. we don't we don't know. Nobody wants to give dates anymore. And that was the thing, right? Jeff Keighley was on about. He was on about his panels, panel guests. What would be the hook for you to get an Xbox? What would be the selling point? And it was one thing, the one the one thing that would sell it for me from that from that whole press event was the one thing they didn't do. Price. It's a price point. Price date. Price and date. Because here's the thing, right? If we're looking holiday 2020, to get it out in people's hands and presents and all this stuff for Christmas, it has to be November. It's it's going to be November. We all know it's going to be November. It we we've statistically figured it out. I and once again, my my thing is it's the week before Black Friday. That is it. Like the latest is the Friday before Black Friday. Because then they can do deals on the Xbox One games, they can do deals on PlayStation 4 games and go, these games will work on your new consoles. And you want to know what else they can do? Cuz they cuz guess what? Then they do the price drop on the previous consoles, they make a bundaroo, and then they sell that as the Black Friday product. Because yeah. if people can't get the PlayStation 5, because it's going to sell out, they're going to blow it out of their old stock of the old consoles. Especially Microsoft, because they ain't making them anymore. No, they're only making that one now. So that's, it. that's what's going to happen. I guarantee it. I'm... I'm not saying I've been good at calling things this year, but I've got a decent track record so far. Yeah, let's listen to past podcasts. You'll hear it. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not too bad at these. So, and it's if it's not, I'm not going to make a bold assertion like like I'm going to get a tattoo of it. But if it's not that week, they're doing it wrong. If it's earlier, good. But if it isn't that week, if it's later, if you're going to release it on the on Black Friday. That's a clusterfuck. You're you're not doing you 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 release the consoles the new consoles the week before those sell out you do the bundle on Black Friday those sell out then you double down and basically whatever you lost on selling all those consoles you've made up by selling your already existing pre existing inventory at a discount so you're making up the sales numbers and you're washing even at this point. Play this game on your new console. Yeah, Cyberpunk on PlayStation Five. Buy yeah, buy this now and get the upgraded version for free when you buy your PlayStation Five. Yeah, smart delivery. Though, what company? Actually, there was a company that came out. I gotta, I gotta look this up now. Uh... But here is why. While you're looking that up, why there needs to be something very soon. Okay. If we, if the speculative prices of each of these are what we're thinking of, if you're going to get like a guarantee on top of them to make sure they run okay or it can be fixed in like about three years, you, you're looking, you're probably looking towards more six, seven hundred pounds slash dollar, eight hundred dollars for each of them. So that means if someone wants to get both, they're going to have to start saving. But I don't know what, what when they're saving two. So they don't have a, a field of reference for budget. And the longer this takes, the longer this takes, the harder that could be for certain Because it, it's not like people are having problems with budgets this year. Yeah. Like, you know, loot having their jobs cut. 
because of, oh, I don't know, this this thing that's happening in the world. It's not like also that those factories that have been creating these consoles are going to create a false a shortage. Yeah. You know, I, I hate the fact that this is going to happen, but eBay is going to make a killing. Because people yeah. are going to buy tons of consoles and then they're going to sell them on eBay for, you're probably going to see a grand. At least. It's just, it, it's fucking annoying. So I, they need to do something. With, we're four months out from November already. What I also, but I, I do have to say, a company that handled that very well uh, with a recent release was Games Workshop. They released their new box set, the Indominus box. They said it was going to be limited time, $200. They released yeah. it. They they and they only said like only like two like you can only buy two per like customer, two per mailing address. Fair, <laughs> sold out. Scalpers went and then went to the local game stores, bought stuff. So all of a sudden they're going up on eBay for like five hundred bucks a pop. Yeah, Games Workshop sees that. Literally the next day they come out and go, "Well, we're sorry. We didn't think it would be sold that quickly. So we'll make it on demand for you. You can still buy it from us. It'd take a little bit longer, but we'll get you a copy of the box. Still same price. Undercut all the scalpers immediately. And they said, also, we'll be taking our extra stock and pushing it out to all of our all of our retailers so that they can sell it too. Same price. Nice. It was like, <laughs> giant company, questionable ethics price gouging possibly granted they're making their own product it's not like you can go anywhere else to buy space marine you can but that but like okay you're doing something okay for the community here you're taking the scalpers and going no 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 you still buy it from us still buy it from the people we're just going to make the boxes on, on print on demand yeah great good job um i found that thing i wanted to talk about um yeah it's a slight bit of good news for Ubisoft. Okay. Since we shit on them earlier, let's give them a little bit of things. Um, they stated that all of their fall release games and all their next-gen console games will be at $60. They're yeah, not the doing a price up. Which is fine. Keyword there, fall release games. They didn't say they yeah. weren't going to do it in the future. Yeah. They just said this, this, this thing. So, mum's the word. But let's give them a little props, right? At least they've publicly come out and said all of our next-gen games that we're releasing during the release window are really not going to be 70 yeah, bucks. No, up. That's fine. Hi, yay. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> Looking at you, EA. How's FIFA? How's that coming? Excited about it. Am I going to get Volt 2? Am I going to get the Journey 4? Are you going to fix career mode? No, that wouldn't make you any money. <clears throat> How about my super shiny rare Kevin De Bruyne flashback card when he was on Voda Bremen? Yeah, those are words. Oh, the Star Wars game Squadron is going to do so badly this year. Yep. I'm going to talk Forge stuff for a quick minute. Cool. Okay. So... You can't really see it. On the other side of that stump, this is the actual main area. So all the flames jet up from here. But this piece right here is my airflow control. And I use a crappy little $30 shop vac to pump air in to a piece here. 
that goes to the underside where you can't see beneath the uh, stump. But the problem we have is too much air or too little air. It depends on how much is actually siphoning out of this spot. So the vacuum connects to this piece, goes in through, and it'll split this way. Excess air goes out the bottom, and that controls how much air is actually going the rest of the way through. Rest of the way through, goes up into the forge, and then we have heat. Generate more power with more airflow. If it goes too fast, it's cooling the coals on the bottom and it's just not quite doing the job. It's too slow, it's not giving enough heat, and it doesn't work quite quickly enough. And the whole reason why I'm setting this whole thing up right now is at some point, between going back and forth with the angle grinder, me and my dad lost the key. Probably me. But we lost the key to actually put on our new grinder pieces. So, today, we're going to take a piece of metal, this is hot as hell, piece of metal, and we're going to turn it into an angle grinder key. You guys get to watch while you guys are talking games. Nice. <laughs> why why are you dead? Insert, yep. insert bear grills meme here. Improvise, adapt, overcome. <laughs> yeah, what I'm doing right now is... um. This, this piece originally was actually just there, and it has a screw in the middle. I'm not sure why, but it does. Uh, so I hammered this piece on so I actually have something to screw onto, and I can finagle it enough to be able to get an actual flow control going. But now i got to go find a piece. So, questions? So, does that, is that, are they like old sort of plumber pipes that you're using? That's you PVC pipe, yeah. This is PVC pipe. Uh, it's far enough away from the rest of it. I'm gonna move some of this stuff, but it's far enough away from the rest of it. Um, the main pipe actually connects in on some uh, black oxide, black iron, so that it actually can heat up. Steel toe boots for the win. Some metal just fell on my foot. Uh, safety boots always, <laughs> always, kids. And for our audio viewers, uh, Chris just knocked over the stump, so now we have a great view of the forge. You should watch. go to YouTube.com/tgwpis so, to see the <laughs> video version of this. That piece right there. This is nothing. This is junk. But this piece right here, this is where the coal drops out at the bottom. So when the coal's on the top, get too small, they'll eventually break down into tiny pieces. And eventually they get even smaller than this, or they just turn into dust. They get real tiny. I have a grate in the middle that I can dig up. There you are. And... Ah. And it's just a stainless steel shower shower grate. I just took it off the PVC from it. And you can tell it's not exactly happy. But it does the job. And it keeps the biggest pieces from falling down this pipe. And all it does is it just rests underneath the coals. You don't need it to 
anything super fancy. You just need that pipe way clean. And then this piece itself was actually a, a water tank. I've just got some angle irons and some eye bolts that I use to hang things like tools on. Including, but not limited to, my coal poker. Which is bent because I tried to stabilize another water tank with it. But it's just a curved piece of uh, rebar. So that's forging in a nutshell. Nice. Very nice. Game related then. <laughs> what have you been playing this week so we can get you we can get you free of the games? Uh, so I've been playing a little bit of Elder Scrolls Online again. Um, mm -hmm. it's the Somerset Festival, so we got fancy fancy uh, LV things for uh, events. Um a little bit of league, not a whole lot. They released Nexus Blitz, which is a fun little game mode. I enjoy it. It reminds me of Dawngate, and I weep. Uh, what else? I started working on a little, just like, you know, two-day project of just a tabletop RPG. So I noticed that ship mechanics in tabletop RPGs are terrible, like spaceship. They're usually trash. So I'm making one. Uh, the pilot rolls off of D6s, and it's just a pass-fail system. Um... And then uh, it's pass-fail with a dice pool. And then the ship itself is a percentile so that the people can exceed, but the machine has limits. That's it. Fair enough. Don't nice. forget to add in, in some cases where, this, where the uh, the ship has greater limits than the people succeeding. So succeeding too hard could also hurt the crew because you're pushing it beyond what they're physically capable of. Yep. Are you saying the engines can he take it, Captain? No, I'm saying that an F1 that that you know a guy flying an F1 fighter can black out due to the G force because you just because just because it can go that fast doesn't mean you should make it go that fast. <laughs> so actually, let me talk about one of my projects. Yeah. So we had a shovel head with the wood broken off, and. uh well, instead of all the bolts are rusted in, so instead I'm going to turn it into a like a, a glaive or a spearhead. Nice. That looks it doesn't cool. do very well like that right now, but it'll eventually get there. So it's going to happen. Like... The there is going to cook off, though, so it's going to be fun. But right now, i got to get this going. Fair enough. We shall leave you to it when we talk about the games and have your your manly manliness in the background of you to enjoy. <laughs> so. My shirt falling apart. I'm just gonna yeah. Leave. Watch watch the TOS for the nipples. <laughs> it's fine. So, so right, okay, games. Right, this week I have played. Stuff you will see on the uh, the streams if you if you would care to look. Uh, Snooker 19. Just don't cross them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, never cross the streams. Uh, a Hat in Time, which I completed, which is quite cool. Um, a lot quicker than I thought, which was um, considering the boss fights are uh, very sort of old school boss fights. 
where they take a lot longer. There's more than three hits, you know, all this stuff. And then I started a game called Aru's Awakening, which is a platformer and uses three buttons, three, three buttons. You've got your L1 to jump. You've got your R1 to sort of aim, aim your little, little blobs of, like, goo. And then R2 to sort of teleport you to where they are so you can kill off your know, enemies that way. Sounds and like portal with more steps. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's, like, it's 2D, uh, so it's not like a 3D world. So, you you know, it, and it's very limbo, very um, guacamole, that sort of stuff. Um, played some more F1. So the F1 will be coming onto the YouTube channel, you know, so you can compare myself and James, see how well we're doing. Speaking of which, tomorrow, around the usual time, yep. James doing the uh, the Vietnam Grand Prix. Uh, this time with less admin. We did it all at the back end. So yep. we're going to be going right into practice. Um, I haven't driven since last year, last week. I haven't done the wheel or anything. So keeping pure. By pure, I mean absolutely horrible. <laughs> I mean, speaking of absolutely horrible, I played some Dirt Rally 2.0. Um, one of the abandoned gamers leagues, and I crashed out on the first because my I got a puncture and then I didn't bother to fix the wheel. And it just got worse and worse and just went. <clears throat> uh, played tiny bit word maze. Um, played some Army of Two on the Sunday service, which is still a cracking barrel of laughs. Played, speaking of laughs, played Arachnorocks again. And where I'm at, there, there's a, there was a, a an alien who had discovered gravity boots anti-grav boots and he was flying there and he was talking away at you and he goes right now i must be off i'm away flies off into a building <laughs> about 250 feet straight down and the camera's just like stops and looks at it it's like okay what just happened there i love I, I really have started to love that game the humor in it is superb it really is. Um, it's, it, it's, you know, it's, it's an old game. So if you haven't heard of it, check it out. Go to Steam. Buy it. Play it. It's great. Uh, I have been playing the new Super Mario Brothers on to, on the, my DS. Yes, I have been playing the Mario Brothers game. Mario's great. That's fair enough. <laughs> I can't say I'm having a bad time of it because I'm not. Uh, what else have I been playing? Uh... I've been playing a shit ton of Ghost of Tsushima. I'm on Act 2 now. And I have been just doing side stuff. You know, collectible side stuff, all that good, all that good stuff. Because it helps your legend grow, so it makes the fights easier. And I do love the boss fights in this. Which is not normally what you would say about boss fights. You normally get become a pain in the ass. But they're very straightforward in terms of what you need to do in this fight and it feels like a proper one-on-one -on -one fight where you have to do the thing you have to do moves you have to bide your time to get your shots in really fucking good game really good and then finally finally this morning and we're waiting to see whether you get you guys get a couple of codes as well but finally i have played the beta of four guys it's 
Takeshi's Castle. It's it's a knockout. It's total white. Yeah. Well, it, it's a battle royale where you, there's 60 of you and you just have to do the salt courses. You have to get to the end. Various are like the spinners. Or there's one where you have two, two sort of spinners with bars across them spinning around slowly. And you have to jump one, duck the other, jump one, duck the other. And everyone gets faster and faster. But the floor also gives away its own bits. So you have to make sure you're in the right one. It's coming out officially August 4th. Uh, and apparently it's mo- it is cross-platform play. So I think it's something we, we've got to play because it's, it's really good. It's a battle royale with a difference. And I, 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 I am enjoying it for what I played with it so far today. And hopefully playing some more tomorrow. So that's what I've been playing. What have you been playing, Neil Maka? All right. Uh, streamed a few things, actually, this week. We obviously played F1. We know where I am in that. Uh, if you haven't, go check the VODs. Compare me to Will. It is 1-1. Mm-hmm. Um, I nearly punted it. I, I think we say I did punt it, right? I think we can you did con- punt it. <laughs> can can confirm did punt. Um, but I think given given where we were in the race, given where I ended up being and what came back, yeah, having a five second penalty to have to serve in the pits, getting the wing replaced, doing that, you know, first of all, running running the first stint of my laps with essentially no right wing, no front right wing, yeah, forcing my way through that taking a five-second penalty to then go and overtake the guy who is in last place and make up 20 seconds, driving like a bat out of hell, um, I thought was pretty good. So we have, a, we have a new saying, which is, James, don't qualify well. Qualify towards the back. <laughs> like sandbag qualifying. And just because you're good at catch-up. Just let everybody else figure their shit out first. Um, Vietnam, I heard, is is a shit track. It is horrible. Yeah. Not a lot of people like it. Um, so much so that our good friend Jimmy Broadbent, who you guys will be seeing something from tomorrow, um, it got canceled. <laughs> Did you know it got canceled? Veronica canceled it. Yeah, it's not happened. Oh, oh, okay. She canceled it. <laughs> It's for it was canceled. Um, knowing my luck, it's probably gonna be Vietnam in the wet. Yeah, knowing your luck, you like it. <laughs> you actually win that. Like, I might because at that point it's just like then I really will just sandbag qualifying. Just like no, I'll just take last place. You know what we'll do? We'll we'll do this is this is this is the strat. All right, I've already figured it out. So here's the, here's the F one strat for all of you people. This is what we'll do if it is wet. And we want to qualify last, even though there is no problems, we will take all of the grid penalties and just fit the engine with all new parts just to use for that one race, get qualified at the back of the pack. And then that way we just run everything on the other parts until they wear down and we've already taken the penalty. Right? And but got two engines in the pot. Yeah, yeah, you got an extra engine set of engine bits in the pot for the rest of the season. Exactly. Because Strats. Uh, because yeah. our durability shit. I don't. I we have. We are good. We are fast, and that's about it. We're not really even that fast. 
We're like this. We're this. We're like what? The third fastest Renault out of four Renault cars <laughs> on the tr- on the grid. Renault engines. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> here's the thing: what I forgot to do. Right, what right. I did wrong, and you'll see this in a few weeks on YouTube channel when it when it's fits. That. I needed to fit new engine parts. The, my first set of engine parts, well, nearly all of them, are now for practice because they are that old. That's all they're good for. They won't, they would not last another couple of races. So I got to qualifying, and I put the new engine bits in at the start of qualifying, forgetting that they have to take the time to fit the parts. So I misqualified completely. So I couldn't even get out to qualify. Did you take one. any penalties too? No, because you have you have three engines and their components to last the season. Right. So the first the first three bits, as long as you put the new bits in before qualifying, you will not take a penalty of those three sets. If you introduce a new lot into it, that's when the penalties start happening. So if you go fourth, fifth, sixth, that's when the, the the penalties will start happening. Okay, but for somebody like me, we can use that to our advantage. If the, if it's a, if there's like a track that we know we're not going to qualify well or we want to qualify badly, it's just like let's just take the hit now. Yeah, yeah, because you, you, the fur, the furthest you're going to be is back at the, the back of the grid. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> can't be any worse. It's not like they're going to give you time penalties, and if you got a fresh set of parts. Good on you. Yeah. So that's my plan. It's that like, season. If there is a race that like we like, if it's like a wet, like I said, like if there's a wet race and a difficult track, even if we don't need to, I'm going to take the maximum, just replace the entire engine and then go from the last place on the grid because I don't want to qualify fifth after what we just saw last week in the wet. Just, it's just not going to be good. Well, not for now, anyway, because now. you know you've you will get better, and I want to see how well you do at qualifying first on pole, and then moving away, zipping off. Because oh, I, I could do that. I've done, but the thing is, like, I've done that in Lewis Hamilton's Mercedes on yeah. Australia in time trial. Yeah, but I'm I'm on about in. Our car. You're assuming I can get away from the chosen one. Yes, I, I, I am I assuming you'll get away from Blessed himself. I don't think I could. Because I here's here's a here's a big difference between our our, our, our two series, okay? James, you, you you'll freely admit and it's fine to admit and it's fine to do. You have lowered the difficulty a little bit more until uh-huh. you're comfortable there. You know it's too easy then for you, and then you'll move up later on if Absolutely you feel Absolutely, like I will. I decided to move mine up a little bit more, so I'm now at 60 on the difficulty scale, which is the start of hard. I feel that's perfect there for the moment, <laughs> and you'll see why when we get to Spain, because Spain was a damn good race. It wasn't. It wasn't a case of me liking past Formula One races where we have one up on the on the YouTube channel where you know it's Malaysia. I'm just gone, and it's an hour and a half of me just being in front. It's great for me, 
not the most exciting race. You know, it's like it was so, like Hungary last last week. Hamilton yeah. was twenty seconds ahead of second place. It was just like he lapped up to to sixth place. Just like, oh, you're sitting there watching it like Hamilton's gonna win. I mean, the cheek. Well, a great strategy, but to think about it, the cheek of Hamilton to be able to go in and pit and put tires on to get a fastest lap on the last lap and be able to do that comfortably. The cheek. Yeah. It just shows how good the Mercedes car is compared to the others. Yeah. But no, I mean, you're. It, it's completely right. Like I, I've been. I. It is an evolving series, with yeah. with us, because because it is like. We started off at what was it fifty percent difficulty on a controller, never yep. playing an F one game before. The next race we lowered the difficulty down to thirty five. We turned automatic DRS on, and we switched to a wheel. So there hasn't been a whole lot of consistency. Like like I said, it's an evolving series. Yeah, because it's something that you have to get to where you're comfortable playing at it, the level you're comfortable at, to get. To the point where you're having fun with it, yeah. Because if you're not having fun, then we will see it. I'm excited. Will... Trust me. Like what's what's fun for me about right now is like I'm excited to do this series once a week. Like I yeah. I I can't wait for Sundays and racing. But at the same time, I don't play this game any other time but Sundays. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like it's the anticipation for me to be able yeah. to go out and like do this and really have a laugh. Because it, it, as much as it is a racing series, it's a bit of a comedy series too. Because let's be real, I'm I'm not good. It's fun. <laughs> I have fun. I legitimately have fun. But I get serious at this too, which is why I'm thankful Will is part of it. Because the last thing you want to see is let's look at the last five minute, like the last five laps of the of the race bef- of the, we just had. I was I was in focus mode. There was no interaction with anybody. I was barely interacting with Will. And he was in my ear telling me like, okay, James, this is your gap. Like he was being a better Jeff than Jeff was. Like, <laughs> like this is your gap. This is how much you're catching him by, you know. And then I caught him. It was, and it was helpful. And I'm sitting there going, the last thing you want to watch is me just, just be like. I mean, I go that way when, especially uh, during the dirt rally series so i i went into full focus mode and last i checked i was second i haven't seen anybody else stream it so as far as i'm concerned this this crashes are us i'm second but people watch your crashes are us because they want to also see you punt it yeah it's it's the potential for punting that people want like, i get it you come to see me do a witty banner and then possibly just blow hamilton out of the freaking water because i can do that why would I? Why would I do that? We know why. <laughs> I, I'm nothing against Hamilton, but if you ain't first, you last. And, uh, <laughs> but I, I, I think I hold true to like what? What did I say? I think if we had five points in the constructors' cup by the end of the series, I'd be happy. Yeah, I think that may be doable. I'd say so. You've still got twenty races to do that. Right. And a lot of improvements on the car, too. Yeah. We're only getting better. We're only getting better. Now, the, the interesting mechanic, and I know you probably watched the series, too. Now, we also have to worry about, like, the whole redoing things, like, in race 19 to 20. Update, yeah. Chris? I guess not. Maybe. There's a fire now. 
there's a fire. Um, I guess <laughs> I'll speak, yeah. but yeah, if I haven't hyped you up enough, F1 tomorrow, there is no race. It is Championship Sunday, but Liverpool already won the Premier League. And Tottenham win games when I'm racing, so. Crunching buckets ready. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. You, 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 I think he dumped it on his head. River. Yeah, I, I think say. he sprayed himself with the hose. It is... Um, dude, give me a sec. It is like 30 today. Jesus Christ. So, <laughs> I have to remember, like, that. Yeah. So it is like 30 today here. So, And he's also got a fire going, so do the math. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, everybody, if I haven't hyped you already, F1 tomorrow, you will enjoy it. Are we going for Van Half 4 or are we going to go for Same 11.30, like we 11:30? have been. Um, we have a time. I figure why change the time? Because because next week is is a race. Is the race should be finished at roughly that time anyways, right? Yeah, because it's Silverson, so it's not 10 past 2. So why change it for one week? Yeah. The other th- the other reasoning too is Tottenham start at eleven, so I can. You can watch a bit of it. I can watch a bit of the match. Am I muted still? Or no. Are we, good? we can hear no, you. Can hear. Okay. So what I'm what you're seeing happen is when you hit metal, it stresses out. If you put enough metal through enough stress, it'll eventually break. I'm sure everyone snapped a paperclip in half by just bending it back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, eventually. So, what happens with heat is it releases that stress. So, the, the metal clenches up, basically, in absolute layman terms, and get this through your noses. I am an amateur. Don't think I know everything on this. But the gist of it is that as metal gets hit, it builds up stress. As it bends, it builds up stress. But when it heats up, that stress releases to some degree. So, what I'm doing is I'm shaping it. And then releasing the stress so it doesn't start cracking or crumbling or anything like that. And actually, I got pretty lucky. I got the corner to fuse a little bit because I, I got it to bend over. I'll show you guys in just a second. So what I've got here, right on that, I'm going to point really far behind it. Right along here, I actually bent that corner so you can see that little tiny curve in the corner there yep we can see it that's actually folded over and it doesn't look like it's like it's too bad it didn't uh it didn't run into too much of a problem which is good so i gotta mash this thing close enough so that it has about the right thickness uh, after that, ow, <laughs> uh, you have to um, flatten it out. And the way it flattens is it actually flattens closer to your hand, so it curves in. So when you're hammering it, it'll flatten a little bit like this. So instead of just like, okay, perfectly flat, it's going to curve up just a little bit. And you want it to curve away from the last place. At least this is what I'm figuring out. 
uh, away from the last place just a tiny bit because when you cool it, it's going to bend the other way. So wherever the heat is hitting it, you want that to be curved outwards. So the red has to be wide and the black has to be cool or uh, curved. So then when it cools, that hot spot is going to um, compress. And so it'll bend it back into a straight line. So that's a little little thing, a little piece of info. Nice. <laughs> Physics. It um, just made me laugh. <laughs> I'll wrap up what I've been playing. Okay. Uh, I streamed Satisfactory. Yeah. Those are on YouTube. Um, it was just, I wanted to play it. I wanted to chill and build stuff. So I did. There you go. Free Play Friday wasn't a thing yesterday, but it will be next week. Uh, so instead, we got to watch the first opening. We got to watch the opening to Death Stranding. And I said we, we because I, I really didn't get to control it too much. Uh, just so... Am, am I playing Death Stranding again? Hell yes, I am. Am I going to stream some of it? Hell yes, I am. Um, I never finished the Let's Play, the recording of the videos of the Let's Play, because shit got heavy, and um, I got emotional because of the game, because yeah. it makes you feel things. Um, if, you, if you're not sure, watch the stream. It's, the, it's, it's literally the first hour and boy, is it a roller coaster. I've had a, a buddy of mine who's playing it who goes, I need to, he's like, he's like, I had to play, restart the, the entire game again because it, it was a, it front loaded. Um, so Death Stranding, I, I dabbled a little bit into football manager. Playing with <gasps> football manager. I'm not close <laughs> to recording again. Yeah. Um, but just, just advancing the save. I mean, because I was up at like three in the morning this morning and i couldn't fall back asleep so i just put on some like chill beats to listen to and uh played football manager because that, that's what you do you, you, you put football manager on when you can't sleep because it's not it's brainless mindless um i did have pepe like miss two out of four penalties which was concerning i think he lost his touch i don't know <laughs> i was like i was like pepe what are you doing? But then, like, he assisted, like, four goals in, like, three games. And I was like, well... So he's becoming more of a distributor. He's like, I've got so many accolades now. I'm going to help all my other teammates. It's like, oh, all right. Um, He did also have an amazing goal where, like, he tackled a guy at the edge of our box, proceeded to run the length of the field, then rounded the keeper and scored. I was just like... He did what? Yeah, is he okay? I'm worried about it. Like, I, I actually, like, went and I'm like, Kepe, how's your form? He's like, I know I've been a little bit down, boss, but I'll pick it up. I'm like, okay. We're okay. As long as we're okay, we're good. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was scouting other Brazilian wonder kids going, is it time? <laughs> Do we need another one? Pepe, how old's your wife? Got any kids? <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> We've got this wonderful academy in Corby. <laughs> you dating anybody, Pepe? We could, we could, we could, you know, introduce you to somebody. 
perhaps somebody who plays for our women's team? It's going with the jeans. Will Will calls me into his office at the boardroom. Goes, we're not playing a eugenics program here, James. It's football manager. No, we're, we're trying to we're trying to ease them into the managerial roles, the leadership Crafty. roles. He's twenty seven. In my team, that is old. He is literally the oldest. Keating is the oldest player at twenty seven in my team. Like I that like, there was a problem for a good first half of the series that there was like you don't have any leadership experience. Players I'm like yeah, because they're all twelve. I'm pretty sure I'm breaking the UK's labor laws right now. <laughs> hey, we were a, we were an amateur side, and I wasn't I was when I wasn't paying. How do you? You're you're in the Caballero Cup. You're in the FA Cup first round against Liverpool, against yeah. with an amateur team. How do you do it? I don't pay him any money. <laughs> oh, I just, don't. just don't pay him. I mean, I have, uh, I have, um, our, our, our former captain left back Chapman. I still have him and he's like 30. Um, he's like 35 now and I've got yeah. him because he won't fucking retire to become a coach. I wanted to retire. Hancock's a coach. He's our under. He's an under 18s coach for us. I want. I need him to retire. But yeah, now football manager is. It's still a thing. What we got? I found a spare screw. <laughs> it's now going to blow. We always find spares. <laughs> it's, it's like when you put. It's like anything when you put it together and you're just like you have like a handful of screws. My favorite thing is when I worked computers and you found like you you opened it up, repaired it, put it back, and all of a sudden you have like two screws left, and you're like, uh, oops, <laughs> I don't know where these go. But um, football manager, Death Stranding. Um, I don't know what else I've played. Uh, hang on, I gotta look at my, I gotta look at my desktop here for a second. Uh, yeah, yeah that's that's about it. I booted up No Man's Sky for for next for this week, which is now going to be next week. Um, yeah. I'll host the session uh, mainly because um, before they patched it out, I did the glitch to make a lot of money. Okay. So I have a carrier, three starships, and forty nine million space bucks. <laughs> so I've got the materials to be able to be like, guys, just log on with me. Come hang out in my spaceship. Away from the space cops. With my space pants. I got a call, too. Light up so fast. screw. I feel like an extra screw, don't we? Every once in a while. Yep. <laughs> it never hurts. But yeah, that's 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 all I've been playing. Okie dokie. So pimp outs and sh uh, shout outs. Uh, Dougie? 
Yep, Dougie. Crafty. For, for providing a code for four guys, yes. And uh, Crafty Rebel as well for offering a code for four guys. <laughs> for and for, for hanging out last night in my weird-ass Death Stranding stream. Because Death Stranding is weird. Yep. But God, I love it. Also, chat for being here today, wherever you are, if you're lurking, if you're, if you're listening and in your in the audio format, mm -hmm. if you're watching on YouTube, because I know when you watch on YouTube. By the way, the one guy who left our subscriber pool on YouTube, um, I hope you have. I hope you. Sorry, you didn't like the content. I hope you find some better stuff other places. It's not me being physician. I just really hope you find better content elsewhere. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> We appreciate you sticking around for when you did. Uh, Shoutouts to Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. Cross the fingers. It's uh, it's going to be a shit show. But then again, it's me. It's me driving F1. So and then I. Uh, yeah. That's all I got shoutouts for. You got anybody else? No, I'm I'm all good to those. Shout out to Jeff Keatley for his wonderful presenting. <laughs> we get to see Jeff Keatley in uh, Death Stranding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, super wants to be your friend. Exactly how I expect Jeff Keighley to be like in real life. Uh, yeah, so um, <laughs> start the show, Reese. Reese. Good times. Glad to have you here. Um, we're about to talk about raids. Uh, because yeah. this, this, this stream has not been sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends, but I want to talk to you about their. <laughs> I want to talk to you about their game. <laughs> Are we going to raid Dougie to see you better, full guys? Probably going to raid Dougie. <laughs> so I ran out of coal. So instead, I grabbed a couple of pieces of wood. I got to keep it from oxidizing too much, which is why I tossed that other thing on top. It's just a, not a hubcap, but a wheel drum, like a brake drum cover. And it pretty much does the trick. The outside cooks away and turns to ash. The inside tends to broil a little better, with at least something. Do you have <laughs> any pimp outs or shout outs, Chris? Uh... Cosmic Gamers. <laughs> we they love Cosmic. Department this week. They yeah. they what did what? Oh, they got an apartment. No, no, no. They're the complaints department this week. Oh, they're the yep. complaints department. Cosmic <laughs> Gamers is complaints department this week. Got it. Yep. Uh, Mister and Mrs. Uh, Cosmic Gamers. If you like Slay the Spire, watch them. <laughs> All right, everybody. So this has been the show for this week. I've been James. He's been Will. Chris has been forging away and going to be doing so. Uh, hopefully you've enjoyed. Let's go say hi to Dougie now. And we will see you all hopefully tomorrow. Yes. I'm going to give you guys a, a, a leaving shot. That's the best shot to go out I think on. It's good. All right, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye.